From the capital of Canada, you're listening to The Album Drop on CHUO 89.1 FM. That's a record. Their new album. New and excitingly different. And they keep dropping, dropping. Drop it like it's hot. You could drop on back. Drop dead sex. And then come those words we have all waited so long to hear. Your weekly look at the new release shelf begins right now. Here's Phil Shirakawa. And another episode of the album Drop is on the air. Thank you for joining us. Glad to be here. Hope you are too. Today on the show, we're going to break down the 2016 Polaris Prize. Period. That's not the whole show, but that's like the big deal. We've been building to this for some time. And we're going to get to that in just a few minutes. Plus, if you're one of those people, like myself, who plays some instruments and for whatever reason was never able to start a band or put out a record or anything like that, have we found an outlet for you. It's called the League of Rock. And League founder Terry Motionberg will join us towards the end of this program to talk all about it. Plus, what a week it was, or it is, more accurately, in music history. And we're going to share some of that with you as well. Not to mention the new music. Oh, 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 my, my, yes, indeed, friends. We've got fantastic tunes on the show this week, including stuff from this band. right brand new music from against me coming up on the show today and as if that wasn't enough we're going to start today with a request i mean kind of last week here on the album drop i posed the question does a band that had a stupid offensive name deserve another shot after changing it responses were an overwhelming yes so here we are the second self-titled album from Calgary-based band Preoccupations is out now on Jag Jaguar and through their band camp. So let's hear a little bit from it, and then we'll talk about it after. We're going to start with a tune called Degraded. This is brand new music from Preoccupations, and it's here on the album drop, CHUO 89.1 FM.
You're listening to The Album Drop. We should be friends. Like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter, or connect with us on Instagram. to the album drop.
three in a row from Preoccupations here on the album Drop, CHUO 89.1 FM. That was Stimulation. We also heard Zodiac. Degraded was the first one that we played. The record is out now on Jag Jaguar. You can stream it on Bandcamp through the player on today's page at our website, thealbumdrop.ca. And their first record received a lot of praise, probably because of how good it was, and rightfully so, and so will this one, which is probably why the moral conflict is so hard for me. The idea of four white dudes calling their band Viet Cong is just so wrong on so many levels. And yes, they did change it, eventually. For me, it was the way that they fought to say that their name wasn't offensive. And then promised to change it. And then played more shows without doing so. That's what really got under my skin. However, here we are discussing it, playing their music on the program. So, what does that really say about me? Hopefully all it says is that I give the people what they want, and according to social media, this is what you wanted. Now, hopefully what you want now is a review of the Polaris Music Prize Gala Ceremony, because that's what you're going to get. I watched it, not the entire thing, but I had it on with one earbud in, I'll admit that. There was a baseball game on. Um, The show itself was generally offensive, kind of boring. Um, They really need a venue where they can set up two stages or at least one with a rotating stage or something because all that downtime, you know, reading tweets really kind of took the wind out of the show and it was kind of hard to get going after, especially when there were performers that were performing that I had no interest in listening to Carly Rae Jepsen. Thankfully, she didn't win. No, this year's winner was Kay Trinata. His record, 99.9%, has been named the best Canadian record of the year. This is what that moment sounded like. With many thanks from all of the artists on the long list, the short list, for every year, many thanks to the Polaris Music Prize. Here we go. The winner of the 2016 Polaris Music Prize is... Kay Trinata! 99.9%! Wow, this is amazing. Unbelievable moment right now. Oh, man. Um, I would like to thank Hawa and Wear, Ultra Records, um, XL Records for believing in me. Everybody for believing, man. It's like... For me, it's crazy to, you know, get this award, and it's really, a truly, uh, you know, a big honor. Et ça, c'est pour Montréal. Tous mes Montréalais, shout-out to Montréal. Tous mes Aïssais Montréal, shout-out to all y'all. Um, yeah, man, it's, it's amazing, and I want to thank the judges and everybody for voting for me. It's an honor, man. I don't know what to say. It's, it's crazy. Um, thank you very much. All right. Now, if you missed our preview of the Haitian-born, Montreal-based producer's album, here's a chance to catch up. This tune features Craig David, remember him? And it's called Got It Good, the 2016 Polaris Music Prize winner, Kay Trinata. And it's here on the album Drop Siege, 089.1 FM. I got it good. You're the best I ever had, baby. You know that you're better. I got it 
started Remember me and you creeping around late at night and Yeah, you held me down when I had nothing And that's the reason I was for you now that I can My hand meets your hand, our love isn't plastic But here's my credit card, not gonna max it The fact is, it's no stress, baby I got this Treat you like the queen in Buckingham Palace, yeah Watch I don't clock the time Cause when it comes to me and you Girl, our time is priceless There's no need for hesitation when you're swiping I wanna show appreciation So I buy it, buy it Go try it, girl, if you like it But you still say that you're cool with Nikes The type that's quite rare One of a kind And do anything I can to please my highness, yeah From his 2016 Polaris Music Prize winning record 99.9%, K. Tronada, featuring Craig David with Got It Good here on the album drop, CHUO 89.1 FM. I'm Phil Shurikawa. Thanks for listening to the program. And we've reached that time in the show where we like to pay respect to those musicians who blazed the trail to make way for new music makers like 2016 Polaris Prize winner K. Tronada. And we do so like this and now it's time for the new number one song in the land is well, i'm not saying that we're better or greater or comparing us with jesus christ as a person we weren't on any crusade this was selfish there should be no such thing as a price tag on music this week in music history in what would come to be known as his most prominent work outside of music, September 19th, 1991 was the day the Simpsons episode Stark Raving Dad, starring Michael Jackson, aired. Jackson played Leon Kampowski, a man who believes that he is Michael Jackson, who subsequently befriends Homer while he is institutionalized for wearing a pink shirt to work. 
It was 1991, after all. I can't write a song. I'm only 10. Only 10? When I was your age, I had six gold records. Hey, Looney Tunes, this is what Michael Jackson looks like. You look like a big, fat mental patient. You'd be amazed how often I hear that. Jackson also wrote the song Happy Birthday, Lisa, which is featured prominently in the episode, but due to legal issues, Kip Lennon, a sound-alike, was used to sing it. As this was before the show was the cultural phenomenon that it is today, Jackson was credited under a pseudonym for his performance, which the show later made reference to. And you wouldn't believe the celebrities who did cameos, Dustin Hoffman, Michael Jackson. Of course, they didn't use their real names, but you could tell it was them. September 19th, 2008 was the day a private jet carrying Blink-182 drummer Travis Barker and DJ AM blew a tire and skidded off the end of a runway in South Carolina, engulfing the plane in flames. Four people died in the incident that left all survivors shaken, especially DJ AM, who is said to have never gotten over it and died of a drug overdose a few months later. September 20th, 1969 was the day John Lennon left the Beatles. He agreed to keep quiet until an official announcement was made. Four days later, what, what was their final recorded album, Abbey Road, was released. That record was an attempt to patch together the ailing relationship between the bands, sullied by the sessions for what would end up being their final record, Let It Be, which they had finished and shelved to record Abbey Road. If only every band's disillusion was as well documented as the Beatles. Back in 1978, Earth, Wind & Fire recorded this song. Do you remember when it was September? Legend has it there is no story to it. They just like the way it sounded. September 21st was also the day Nirvana released their final studio album, In Utero, back in 1993. Panned by critics for its raw sound, especially compared to the previous record Nevermind, history has made many come around, including myself, to regard it as the better of their three studio records. September 21st, 2004 was the day Yusef Islam, the artist formerly known as Cat Stevens, was denied entry into the United States after his name appeared on a terrorism watch list. The flight from London to Washington, D.C. was diverted away from the U.S. capital, and Islam was held overnight before being sent back to England the next day. As you can imagine, for somebody as well-spoken as him, he wrote a scathing account of the ordeal for the L.A. Times shortly afterward. Oh, baby, baby, it's a wild world. September 21st, 2011 was also the day R.E.M. called it quits, writing on their website, To our fans and friends, as R.E.M. and as lifelong friends and co-conspirators, we have decided to call it a day as a band. They thanked fans for listening, expressed their gratitude, and will likely tour again once they run out of money, which could be a while, as back before the music industry imploded, they signed a gigantic record deal, a five-album deal that was worth approximately $80 million up front. So, presumably... They're doing okay. September 23rd, 1980, while playing what would be his last show in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, Bob Marley collapses on the stage. At this point, he had been fighting cancer for almost three years, and it was another eight months before it took him for good at the age of 36. September 24th was a big release day for new music, especially in 1991, as both the Red Hot Chili Peppers released Blood Sugar Sex Magic, and Nirvana released Nevermind. Yeah. Yeah. 
talk about five years later, September 24th, 1996, as that was the day Weezer released the much-anticipated follow-up to their self-titled debut album. That was called Pinkerton and was produced by the band themselves, and it lacked the luster of their first record, with the band opting for a grittier feel, as was the style of alternative rock at the time, and focused heavily on issues frontman Rivers Cuomo was having in regards to coping with fame. I'm tired. I'm tired of so tired. September 25th, 1968, Willard Carroll Smith was born in the western part of Philadelphia. From what I understand, he w- had spent a lot of time on the playground as a child. Chilling out, maxing, relaxing, all cool. September 25th, 1980, Led Zeppelin drummer John Bonham died of asphyxiation after a long night of drinking. The band felt it only appropriate to break up rather than replace Bonzo, because, really, who else could play like this? Last time a record as commercially successful as Zeppelin II featured a three-minute drum solo. It just, it doesn't happen anymore. Finally, September 22, 2009 was the morning newspaper writers across the country had to find a clever way to convey the news that Toronto punk band Fucked Up had won the Polaris Music Prize behind the strength of their record, The Chemistry of Common Life, beating out notable releases by Metric, Kanon, and Joel Plaskett. There were a lot of comic book-style curse symbols, The Pound, the at symbol, exclamation points. You can't deny how good that record was. From it, let's hear a tune called Black Albino Bones. It's fucked up here on the album Drop CHU 89.1 FM.
From the 2011 Polaris Music Prize winning record The Chemistry of Common Life, there's Black Albino Bones, that one featuring the vocal stylings of both Dallas Green and Pink Eyes, the front man from the band Fucked Up, whose record won the Polaris Prize that year. The album drop continues right now here on CHUO 89.1 FM. Here's your host, Bill Shurikawa. Stop, take some time to think, figure out what's important to you. Stop, take some time to think, figure out what's important to you. Stop, take some time to think, figure out what's important to you. You gotta make a serious decision. I'll tell you something. I know I've had a tough life. I mean, a lot of people have. In the last eight years, I have dealt with losing everything in a fire, going to college to try to get my life back together, courtship, marriage, fatherhood, burying a spouse, losing everything again this time due to a flood. It happens. However, I know that others have had it harder than me. I definitely consider myself lucky about some things. For example, I was born a cisgendered straight male which makes relating to strangers a lot easier than some people. I couldn't imagine going through transgender dysphoria, especially if I was already a prominent musician. Doing it is hard enough, but thankfully for us, we don't have to deal with the problems that against me as Laura Jane Grace does, who not only continues to do so with dignity, but has been documenting all of it and her struggle with it for our consideration. Her book... Tranny, Confessions of Punk Rock's Most Infamous Anarchist Sellout, will hit store shelves in November. Ahead of that, the band is on tour in support of their new record, Shape Shift With Me, number seven from the band, which was just released. Her writing has always walked the various lines of punk rock. I mean, the band's hard, but their tunes are catchy. The lyrics are personal and emotive uh, and full of the kind of verbiage that you don't normally hear in punk rock or in songs in general. She has an excellent vocabulary. Uh, the music's fantastic. Let's get to a couple tunes now from Shape Shift with me. We'll start with 1203. This is brand new music from Against Me, and it's here on the album drop, CHUO 89.1 FM. But if I've got a link to stand on, then I'm pretty sure that I 
Facebook, Twitter, CHUO, we're everywhere. Who else but the album drop?
from this album right now. Only on the album drop. Turn the record over. Let me hear the other side. from Against Me here on the album Drop CHU 89.1 FM. That was Crash. We also heard Delicate, Petite, and Other Things I'll Never Be. 1203 was the first one that we played from Shape Shift With Me, album number seven for the band out now. And the group is playing a bunch of shows this autumn before Laura Jane takes some time out to promote her new book. They have a few weeks on the road with Bad Religion, but ahead of that, there are a few solo dates, including tomorrow night at Club Soda in Montreal. If you're going, come say hi. I'll be the tall dude up front with glasses and a ponytail. Also, at this point, I should give a shout out to my mom and my dad, who, in spite of separating 18 years ago, have come together this week to give me a hand and are presently driving from Toronto to watch Colin so I can go to the show. So, thanks, guys. This is the album drop. I'm Phil Shurikawa, and... I know you've probably heard of baseball leagues. Maybe you've got a friend who plays in an ultimate frisbee league or a beer hockey league or something like that. Or beer league hockey, maybe. I mean, beer hockey would be something else altogether. But what about musicians? What do you want to do? How come they don't have things like that? Well, they do. And joining me now to talk about it, Terry Motionberg from the League of Rock. 
Um, thank you for coming on the show, Terry. Pleasure. Thanks for having me. No problem. Now, um, I got to ask you, um, as somebody who, um, from what I can see on the website here, um, fits your core demographic, um, how did uh, how did you get started um, with make like how did this how did the, the the League of Rock become a thing? That's a good question. <laughs> I mean, I didn't uh, go to school and decide that I'm going to do a rock league for a career. Um, I was in uh, tech actually. I owned a software company and. Uh, some organization tried to steal a very significant piece of software from me, which sunk me into a three-year civil litigation. Uh, the long and the short of it is, yes, I won, and yes, I went to battle, but I had to manage my lawsuit for three years. And it, uh, it really did take me out of the game for quite some time. So along the way, I just had nothing to do but manage my lawsuit and uh, reflect and maybe even decide not to go back into tech when this insanity was all over. And uh, it just hit me in the head, uh, you know, one day when I was just pondering things and having been the closet guitar player when I was a kid, I just noticed a bunch of things. It's just the way I look at the world. And I noticed that the, uh, the music industry was changing and you know, pro touring musicians were kind of at the sunset of their careers and were probably available. And me now having somewhat grown up a little bit, I now might have, you know, some money and time to pursue my creativity again. And I just thought, you know, there's Frisbee leagues, there's bloody knitting leagues, there's hockey leagues, but there's no rock leagues. And so, you know, my generation recognizes and, and identifies with leagues. You know, we join hockey leagues in Canada, especially, right? Absolutely. So I figured, what the heck, let's do the League of Rock. So, and we'll hire all the available pro touring musicians and make them our coaches, and we'll get all the guys and girls that are stuck in the basement with nobody to play with out and back on the stage again. So how does one uh, get involved? Like, how... Uh is it, an, is it a, a tough thing to do, or is it um, just kind of a sign-up and that's about it? Yeah, no, there's no finger-pointing. There's no rock star BS. No auditions? It's uh, No auditions. It's real simple. You go to leagueofrock.com, sign in, and say, Hi, I play this instrument. I'd like to do this. And along the way, you know, we, in Ottawa, we do this three times a year. There's one that's coming up right now. We're preparing for the next session. Across the country, we are celebrating our 10th anniversary, so it's a really big big time for us right now. It's important, and the sessions are going to be really good this fall. So, uh, yeah, you just sign in. It's at leagueofrock.com. Let me know if you want to be in a band. And then what we do is we kind of take all those resources, all those people, you know, drummers, guitar players, singers, keyboard players, bassists, whatever you play, even a violin. I don't care what you play. We'll figure it out, and we build three or four or five bands and we show up at fat boys in the marketplace for our kickoff on October 11th. I believe that is. And from there you meet your bandmates for the next 10 weeks and then it rolls. So now let's compare this to, uh, you use the analogy of a hockey league. You know, when you sign up for a hockey league, you know, you're going to, you know, you're going to get, you know, whatever two games a week, 
Um, you know, there's 15 guys on the team, so you're going to get a fair bit of ice time or whatever. How does the what is it? What does the week to week look like in the League of Rock? Um, well, everyone gets to play 100 percent of the time. There's no uh, there's no switch offs. No healthy scratches. Um, and, and, and 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 if you you wouldn't join a hockey league, you couldn't play hockey. So it's the same with the league in that. No, you can string three chords together. You can keep on tune if you sing. If you're a drummer, you can keep time. There's no rock stars in the room. Uh, you know, like I said, we build some bands, mix it up. We don't put the you know the Allman Brothers dudes with the Allman Brothers dudes. We mix it up. So everyone does some new music with some new folks in ways they wouldn't normally do it, and they get coached by some of the best in the business. So real simple, week zero is where we meet up at the at, at Fat Boys, you know, for the first time, lay down the ground rules, meet your bandmates for the next 10 weeks, and you leave there in a band. And we have a facility in Ottawa that we use that's awesome. We work out at uh, Soundcheck Studios. So week one, two, three, four are in private rehearsal studios, bucket of beer on ice, hot pizza provided, all the gears there. All you do is show up. It's an amazing experience. Week five, we pull the bands out of the rehearsal studios, go to a live venue, see how the band sounds on stage, not promoted. Coaches are there coaching from the front of the stage. It's a great workshop. Week seven, you do the same thing. So week five, you're out. Week six, you're back in fixing the problems. Week seven, you go back out live stage again. Week eight, you're back in to fix up everything and prepare for a recording session. And then we're at Audio Valley, which is a great recording studio for week eight, and then uh, a week nine, and then uh, we knock it out of the park at uh, Greenfields in uh, in Barhaven. So it's ten weeks of everything you could possibly do in a band without having to go on the road and leave your family. So, so you're te- you're telling me that in, in in this time you get you get uh, like comprehensive lessons with professional musicians, you get um, at least. Two or three gigs? Three. Three, three gigs and a recording? It's, it's, an, it's, you walk in thinking it's about music, and you walk out going, holy mackerel, that was a journey. I mean, I can tell you just from years of doing radio, I know guys that have had bands for years that haven't done three gigs in a record. Yeah, uh, it's, it's crazy. And, and you just, you, you take away so much from this thing. It's, it's the music friends I never had, right? So everyone geeks out on rock and roll for 10 weeks. This is incredible. So Yeah, yeah, it's a lot of fun. Uh, Leagueofrock.com is where uh, you go to sign up, yeah. right? And there, yeah. are, and there are still spaces available uh, for the, yep. the, the fall session here in Ottawa? Yeah, we always welcome uh, new folks. What's really cool is, is the new folks benefit big time from the repeating, uh, the returning guys, girls, people, and uh, the... The returning folks really love, you know, getting some new blood in the room. So the whole thing just keeps on reinventing itself over and over again. It's, it is an awesome experience. If you, if you can play an instrument or sing and you want to get with some new people, it is really, you know, and as long as you're, what, pretty much 18 and, and over, you know, like it's not for just, uh, you know, the old folks. It's, as long as you're old enough to get into the bar, play. right? Yeah, pretty much. Okay. Yeah. Well, I got, I got to tell you, um, and th- th- this might sound silly, but listeners to this program know exactly what I'm talking about. What about if a guy showed up with a ukulele? Would you be able to fit that in? Oh, dude, I would love it. Uh, we, we get ukes 
we get mandolins, we get harmonicas. You know, we can never have enough saxophones or horns. You can never have enough keyboards. I will take, you know, any instrument you give me, and I'll make it fit into a rock band. And that's the beauty of this whole thing. Well, there you have it, everybody. Um, I'll, I'll, I'll ask you about if you give a discount to radio hosts later. But, Terry, thank yeah. you so much for coming on the show. Uh, League Love of, to have you. Leagueofrock.com is where you sign up. And it's not just Ottawa. It's all across the country, right? Uh, Toronto, Montreal, and Ottawa right now. Well, that's, that's, that's a great start. And I, I, this is going to catch on. I, I can't Thanks, see man. why it wouldn't. I mean, I appreciate that. Well, hey, I mean, I appreciate, as, as a guy who has been a closet bedroom mu- musician for the last 15 years, right. this is the kind of thing that I've, you know, dreamed of. So when I found out that this was a thing, naturally I had to have you on the show here so we could talk about it and other people could know about it too. Well, the pleasure will be mine. Uh, you know, if you want to give me a buzz after, I'd love to, I'd love to you know, work something out with you. So pleasure's mine. All right, Terry. Well, thank you very much. Thank you, man. So I think I found my fall hobby. Well, I mean, we'll see. I got to call Terry back and uh, try and negotiate something. Just about out of time this week. Thanks for listening to the show. This has been the album drop. I'm Phil Shurikawa. We'll be back in seven days with a brand new episode. Uh, in the meantime, you go to thealbumdrop.ca and get caught up on what we're doing. And like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter, connect with us on Instagram, and send your emails to phil at thealbumdrop.ca. I want to leave you with one more tune. Um, from the Polaris Prize winning record 99.9% by Kay Trinata. This one's called Wait Off and it features Bad Bad Not Good. I hope you dig it. We'll talk to you next week. information check out the album drop.ca this whole thing has gone on long enough when will this insanity end can i finish please can i finish we'll be back next week on chuo 89.1 fm okay i'm finished